This is Roof English Radio with Darinata, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. This is Roof English and I'm Darren Adam back here once again in my favourite place in Iceland, which is Borganes, and we are at the Barra Bistro in the centre of the town. My guest is Matthias today, who is about to embark with his band Dead Mist Creek on a tour. Yeah, just a mini tour in uh, Ireland and Northern Ireland. So, um, Dead Mist Creek is a project that I started during COVID. Um, I'd recently moved back from after living in Belfast to Iceland and didn't really know anybody here. And I took up music and started um, doing home recording. And I reached out to a former friend of mine who I played in bands with for many years. And we decided to just do an online thing because mm-hmm. there was lockdown in the UK. He had nothing better to do, and we had some old tracks that we did. So I recorded my bits here. He recorded his there, and it just grew into a whole thing. And then I took some marketing courses on music today, and I wanted to try something different. Mm-hmm. And uh, so technically, after existing as a band for about mm-hmm. three years now, we are heading on our first gigs together as yeah, a band yeah, yeah. now in October. I mean, I've seen the band described as a mix of blues and metal. Is that in the right kind of area? Yeah, so we have been um, struggling trying to find a genre for this. Even friends of ours who've been in the business for a long time have no idea what, the, what genre to put us in. So we humoristically called ourselves gloom metal. <laughs> <laughs> so gloom metal is gloom what metal, we do. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not bad. Okay, now we're in Barra Bistro, as I say, but this is also the set of one of your videos, isn't it? Yes, so the owners of Barra Bar, who are absolutely fantastic, uh, I asked them very nicely, can I please record some drums here? And they, once it was closed here, they were like, yeah, not a problem at all. Set up my drum kit. And so in that video, the drums are recorded here. The guitars are recorded in Belfast and the singer is recorded in New York. And this is all put together and the video is on, on um, YouTube. And was that a COVID thing or did you not just like each other very much at that point? Well, I never liked them anyway, but they're good musicians, <laughs> so that's different. But yeah, no, it, uh, it was just because we were all over the place and yeah, it, was yeah. just, it was just the easiest way to do it. And as I said, just want to try something new rather than having the old fashioned formula where everybody's in a room discussing. I want to see if this worked long distance and it has so, worked. Far. Okay. Yeah, so far. So in Borgenes, do you play? Have you played? What about the rest of Iceland? No, we haven't had a gig in Iceland simply for the reason it's very expensive to come over here to play uh, they, they would have to get flights and uh, yeah and accommodations they could probably stay with me or I could let them sleep in the street I don't really care <laughs> <laughs> stay in the bar yeah they could probably do that you sleep under the table or something but yeah no we, we decided to uh, wait with that we want to do it and uh, we know of a place in Reykjavik that does do gigs like that but again, it's the cost of everything that is holding us back, mm-hmm. as with everything. Now, COVID obviously did see all kinds of people having to work in different ways, work remotely, work together, but remotely. Mm. That's how you're still sort of working as a band, by the sounds of it. Are you going to record that way as well? Are you going to make music that way in the future? Well, we have released two EPs already and a couple of singles on Spotify and stuff. Uh, As I said, I just learned home recording, so you'll hear on every EP the sound quality getting better. (laughs) (laughs) I was just learning on the job. Yes. And uh, I like like the way I record at the moment because the, the way the process works is that um, it's either me or a guitar guitarist named Tom who writes most of the stuff. Uh, I, I will probably maybe p- try to do something on the guitar and then I'll send it to him because he can actually play the guitar and he will do it properly. <laughs> and then 
I will add maybe a drum drum to it or something, and I have everything set up at home to record that. So yeah. yeah. Lots of live music taking place, of course, in the capital, certainly, and no shortage of festivals either. We're not that far away from airwaves in November in Reykjavik. But outside of the capital, here in Bolganes, for example, as a, assuming you are a music fan, do you get a chance to see and hear much live music? I would say, apart from singer-songwriters, I cannot remember the last time I heard about a gig here, like with uh, other than cover bands or like small town bands, you know, like like what we would call dad bands, basically. Yes. <laughs> uh, when I actually when I grew up in Norway, there was one thing that really, really um, stuck by me, and that's the city of Bergen in Norway. They decided to invest in the music, invest in the youth, mm-hmm. so they built this big park with um, lots and lots of training venue, like tra- practice facilities with drum kits and PA systems and stuff and rented them out for next to nothing to kids to help them, encourage them to play music. Mm-hmm. I've seen nothing like that over here. Like, really? it's trying to find somewhere to play. Yeah, it's very hard. It, that's odd, isn't it? Because Iceland considers itself to be a country where the arts generally are taken very seriously. Obviously, literature is very well represented. Music, you think of as being one of the disciplines in which Iceland does very well, but there's nothing formalized or nothing formal when it comes to funding that, you think? Well, there are a couple of grants and stuff that you can apply for, but I have been told by other people, and this is hearsay, obviously, but that money usually goes to the same clique of people who are established in the community and stuff. So I would say, at least for me so far in Iceland, it's been very hard to either get to know people or, you know, get things going here. So I stick to, yeah. And I'm thinking back to a series that we did on Roof English where we looked at the history of Icelandic music in as much as we could once a week through the variety of different genres. And one of the genres we didn't cover was blues because there didn't seem to be enough of it. Obviously, there were bands that do cover versions, but I guess what you would call original blues material, there didn't seem to be much of it in Iceland. As far as the blues side of your band is concerned, do you think that is the case? Did we miss a trick there? So the blues side of my band is basically the guitar player. When he learned how to learn how to play guitar, he learned how to play the blues. So he basically took some blues riffs and stuff and put a lot of distortion on it. Okay. So <laughs> this is why this is where it gets heavy. So uh, the blues side of our stuff is basically um, trying to get the mood, the feeling, and everything that blues represented and trying to convey that in a heavier manner than blues did. Because as we know, blues is one of the grandfathers of metal. Yeah. So, I mean, just look at Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath back in the day, what were they doing? Uh, this is just heavy blues. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's literally what we wanted to go for. We wanted to try to get emotion and everything involved into, into uh, But blues to me feels very geographically focused on a particular part of America as well, if you go right back to the roots. I just wonder if those circumstances or have anything similar at all with Iceland? Um, To be honest, I didn't grow up here, so I would say no, those circumstances can compare to Iceland. Um, But what I can say is that there are feelings that can be shared, like that everybody knows about, like feeling blue, like if if you say that to someone, um, you can't, the stories that blues tells in America and those specific regions, we don't know anything about that and we will never try to assimilate to that. But we, what we can do is that this is our issues. This is what's causing us yes. to feel down. And therefore, this would be our version of blues. So it, it's not theirs. It's our version of what they are conveying, mm. if that makes sense. Well, finally, why do you think Iceland, with a population of just under 400,000, that we might reach it by the, by the end of the year? Nonetheless, it's a small population, but such a huge 
musical scene and scenes in the country? Why do you think it is so creative and why there are so many people that want to play and make music in such a small country? So a couple of friends of mine who were making fun of me, I probably shouldn't say this loud, but they were making, <laughs> making fun of me and saying that um, living on that frozen tundra up there, you've got nothing better to do than sit in your room and well. make music. <laughs> so, well, I, I think that just Icelandic people in general are very artistic. Like, you have a lot of uh, big Icelandic bands that made it live, like pop bands and stuff, that I have huge respect for. And it is just amazing to see that that kind of music gets going. I just wish to see a little bit more of the metal, but that's just because I grew up in a country where metal is mm. very common. Yes, well, and, and that's an interesting point too, isn't it? Because other Scandinavian nations, such as Norway, such as Sweden, Finland as well, very well and closely associated with a metal scene or metal scenes. Iceland, as you said, not so much? No, not so much. Denmark neither. Like, no. it's not Denmark and Iceland really don't, don't really have a big metal scene. And you do have a couple of big metal bands here that I have huge respect for and do listen to. I, I like them very much. But apart from that, they're... I wouldn't say no, not not as much as there is like in the UK, for instance, or in Belfast, uh, or in Norway, especially Norway. I mean, it was. I, I remember going to my first black metal musical in in Bergen, and it was amazing to watch. And they was just telling stories about like Bergen and everything that's going on there. And the thing is, with all the stories that you have in Iceland, you would have thought that we could do the same thing here. Because you know most of the fairy tales here end with and then they died, <laughs> so it was, has now left the saga. <laughs> exactly, and, no, and, no, and then they died. So it didn't, it didn't matter what you did; it was just always and then they died. Yes, yes. So it would be a perfect site to do that. And actually, one of the things we are going to do in our upcoming album that we are writing is look into folklore and stuff, and maybe steal a little bit from stories here and there, because the band itself. Uh, what we are doing is the name Dead Miss Creek is a fictional place that we have created. So we're creating a lore around that place. So every song that we do has something to do with the name. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's got a real Stephen King, yeah. Dean Kuntz sort of vibe to it. So the, the EPs that we have already released um, are it's a series of three EPs. We haven't released the last one. They are called House of Gomorrah. Uh, it tells a story. So it's basically a story from one from A to Z telling um, about I'm not going to give it away but a man who uh, experiences some horrific stuff mm -hmm. and uh, that's basically going going from all the three EPs and once that's done then we're going to explore the lore even further and all of this stuff is happening in a place called Dead Miss Creek which is the band name so okay. yeah well let's play out if we can with a piece of music from your band Dead Mist Creek put you on the spot here what would you suggest so if you like the slower stuff, uh, Out of Nothingness from our first EP, uh, it starts off very slow and then uh, has my favorite guitar solo in it. Uh, Should we do that one then? You can do okay. that, Out of Nothingness. You can do that one, yeah. I think that would be a perfect one. If you want the heavier stuff, it will be Holes of Engorgement from our second EP. Holes of Engorgement. Yeah. That sounds a bit heavier. Yeah, so, but if you think about it, like, if you look at all the names on all the APs, they have something to do with the seven deadly sins as well. I mean, gluttony, engorgement, I mean, it's, it's, it, all, it's all tied in together there, there, so, yeah. All right, let's have a listen.
There is more from Ruv English with all the news from Iceland in English at ruv.is slash English. Ruv English Radio is a daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Ruv.